0: Hey, okay. hey guys, Catherine Ruff here, and welcome to What Men Want Podcast, where Jeremy Jensen interviews all of Houston's most eligible bachelors in the hopes that you guys slide into their DMs <laughs> and that he makes more guy friends. Yay, guy friends! This is episode 10, and I am the guest host. My name is Katherine Ruff. Um, And I'll just introduce myself real quick so everybody kind of knows, like, who's talking and who's hosting this this thing. Um, I am 33 years old, according to my birth certificate.
1: (laughs) You don't look it.
0: 30, according to Bumble. There you go. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Recently single, uh, white female, and Houston born and raised, which I think is kind of rare nowadays. Uh, I'm a nurse, but I work in administration. Before you call me a hero, I'm actually pretty evil behind the computer. (laughs) (laughs) And this week's guest is Jeremy Jensen, the true host of What Men Want podcast. And Jeremy, welcome. Hey, welcome.
1: It's so happy to be
0: on the show. (laughs) So,
1: uh, Catherine, in episode 10 is actually the first female voice on the show. Yes. And uh, ever since I started it and started to get DMs from people that listen, they said, you got to have a female. You got to have a female. You got to have a female. There was only one clear choice in my mind. Yes. And it was the woman that actually calls me on my bullshit yes. and isn't afraid to say, Jeremy, you're being <laughs> a fucking bitch. Yeah, and you need to fucking be the real Jeremy, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, yeah. uh, thank him. you so much for agreeing to come on here. You're so, so welcome. Jeremy, I, I'm on every episode. So Are you I think gonna host this or know. am
0: I? Are you gonna host it? or I'm am totally i totally gonna. Okay, let you okay, host. okay. Let me let me ask the fucking questions. Go You're already it. going in. Oh my <laughs> god. Here we go. <laughs> let me regain control well, here. First of
1: all, I want to say oh, how sure. fucking fine you look tonight. Thank like, you. who gets dressed up for an audio only podcast? Yeah, I mean, damn, look
0: good. for are we getting good. a photo op before you Look leave? Look good, feel good, and yes, we are. <laughs> okay, so for the listeners that don't know or maybe haven't listened to the past episodes, Give us a little lowdown, a little demographic real quick. Like, how old are you? Are you single? Are you married? Are you divorced? Do you have kids? Um... Well, I hope I'm not married. Oh, God. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then, um, obviously, for our listeners, you know, let us know. You know, you're a CEO of a big company. Tell us about that. Just give us a little elevator synopsis real quick.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, 37 years old. And I think that that makes me a really, really old millennial, technically.
0: Technically, yeah. And
1: I'm the founder and CEO of uh, an executive search firm called Encore Search Partners. And uh, I started my first company in, in 2010 when I was 25 years old. So I've pretty much been an entrepreneur my entire life. And uh, I was married in 2010. I was married for about nine and a half years. It's a long ass time. And I've been divorced for about two and a half years now. So Wait,
0: it's only been two and a half years. Two and a half. Well, Wait, when you what? and I went
1: out, I, thought I was, I was still married when you and I went out. What is this news to you? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I was legally
0: separated. Are you waiting to drop this information Shut on the fuck me?
1: up. You knew this.
0: Uh, no, I know. I. I thought you I were said different. it in
1: my car when we were oh on the gosh, way to the NBA. Listeners,
0: we're getting ahead of our <laughs> time. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, good. Okay, so you're divorced, two and a half years, married for nine, which is like, I would say a valiant effort. Like, good for Absolutely. you. A lot of people this day and age have never even, A, been married, or B, have been in a relationship that long. Or C, sure. even had a successful marriage. So I would chalk nine and a half years up to a very successful marriage. And especially if you have how many kids now?
1: We have three little boys. There nine, seven, and five. Little uh, blonde hair, curly blue eyes. They Aww. definitely favor the mom.
0: Oh, no daughters?
1: No daughters yet. Oh, God. So definitely open to the <laughs> prospect of getting remarried I'm and so- squeezing out one daughter.
0: So if you had been single... As Jeremy Jensen, prior to your marriage, sure. you would have definitely had a daughter out of Karma. <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> but I'm a since you guy. were, since you didn't become Jeremy Jensen until now, yeah, you got blessed with three boys. There you go,
1: absolutely. <laughs> well, good. Well, thanks for uh, punking me. I guess uh, right there.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay, so now that we've kind of like gotten that out of the way kind of who you are your your background information um i want to touch on how we met just so the listeners know we're not keeping some sort of weird backstory (laughs) that like inside joke that no one's in on we Um, probably
1: tell different stories i
0: think that we do very much so so um tell the listeners how we met and where you were in that time of your life because i feel like that kind of kicks off your story to becoming the jeremy jensen that i know today
1: absolutely because you met that very first version of me whenever i was still separated not even divorced yet so So, for those of you who don't know, um, Catherine Ruff was the very first girl that I ever picked up in person. Right. So, like, you you can swipe right, you can (laughs) you know have something totally pre manufactured. Hey, go check out my LinkedIn. Go check out this. To where people just already generally knew who I was in business. Right. But uh, Cat Ruff was somebody that I approached at Wicklow.
0: Was it with it was. It
1: was. It was on a Saturday morning, and I was there with a few friends in the back patio. And I was and at a
0: bar on Saturday morning. You were at a bar Shocker. on Saturday morning. Shocker.
1: <laughs> with your friend who was visiting from Dallas. My friend Britt. My best friend Britt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so I was there with one of my employees. Um, His name is Mike and his wife, Bailey, and Bailey comes racing to me and she says, Jeremy, go inside, go inside, go inside, go inside. I said, why? (laughs) There's two fucking hot girls sitting by themselves over at the bar. You got to talk to them. So honestly, I think the only reason why I grew balls... After like literally oh, not right. talking to a girl in a bar in over yeah. fucking twelve years is because I wanted to impress my employees, right? Like oh, I couldn't be I a not bitch. Know this aspect, I okay. couldn't be a bitch in yeah, front of them, right? No, I'm the owner of the yeah. company, right? Yeah. So went inside, and I think she was talking about Brit, but then uh-huh. I saw the ring on her finger, mm. and so I was like, eh, I guess I'll settle for hollering at this brunette. Br- <laughs> I'm totally fucking kidding you. You're Wait, fucking yeah, I was like,
0: hot. she's not even married. Right? I'm joking. Oh, okay, no. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so. Um,
1: hit on cat, uh, and uh, she probably thought that uh, that I was funny. I did right? think you were funny.
0: You were hilarious, actually. You and your cronies were like buying us shots, just trying to turn up. but yeah. you were just genuine and having a good time. And I sensed that because you were having fun with your friends. Sure. And I sensed that like you were just a happy-go-lucky person. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that in that moment. I, I kind of fed off your energy a little bit. Absolutely. I think that's what attracted to me. Excellent.
1: me to you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that. And so uh, so the story is told, got her number, asked her out, picked her up at mommy and daddy's house in I know, in back when I used to live with
0: my parents. I
1: pull up to the house, right? <laughs> like, I've always had a car and a truck at the same time. Uh, uh, and so first date, I obviously showed up in the R8. Hell right? yeah. Trying to show off. Let's in go. Play. <laughs> And I pull up to this $3 million house in Montrose. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck do you do? Because I didn't have like a dating app profile. I literally. Um, I have a rich family. That's what. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, she's like, I'm in the guest quarters. I'm in the guest quarters. These are my roommates. (laughs) Uh, Never mind that they have the same last name as me.
0: Yeah. Well, what people? do, I just moved back from New York City, actually, and so I was living in their guest house for a while, like. But they evicted me eventually. <laughs> <laughs> eventually I got to get my own place. There now. you go. But, okay, so I actually called my friend Brit today to rehash that story. Oh, we don't need before- to hear Oh, version. no, okay, but see, hold on. So we were at the bar, and you brought out a wallet. And this is going to segue into my next question. Oh,
1: what a douchebag. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So you brought out your wallet. I'm like, yeah, you are. So, brought- <laughs> <laughs> so you brought out your wallet, and there was, like, like – At least a thousand dollars in cash in your wallet, and there was like hundreds. What would? And you were not trying to like impress me. I just knew that you were just like actually like trying buying shots. Yeah. So I. Take the money. Oh, <laughs> I ta- I put, I had just met you 35 seconds prior. Yeah. I put my hand in your wallet, take the money, and start throwing it in the air. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. Nobody uses cash. You must be poor. <laughs> I was like, because everyone, I was like, if you were rich, you would have an Amex. Like, yeah. I'm the worst fucking person. I love it. So anyways, you were like, all right, I'm going to show this bitch who the fuck I am. No. And you're like, Tuesday, me, you, eight o'clock uh B&B. i think b butchers yeah and i was like oh 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 okay yeah i could let you do that, that fun. <laughs> like all right this guy's yeah. hilarious mm. and i literally thought you were gonna like show up in a fucking like honda because oh, you like told no. me you had three kids like not that hondas are bad but you know me. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to get picked up in a sports car let's sure, be honest sure, sure. so anyways long story short we're friends it didn't work out between us obviously we're like kind of more I think similar than not um but now we've been friends for a couple years and i've really enjoyed your friendships we've had our ups and downs we've butted our heads first
1: of all all the downs have been very alcohol induced
0: As they always when, when
1: you get super fucking sassy.
0: I mean, I've been known. <laughs> but I know what I know and there I you know go. what I want. Okay. Um, so let's touch on, we were out, anyways, so we were out having drinks the other night and we were both kind of talking about relationships and kind of who we were dating at the time. Mm-hmm. And you told me something that I found very interesting and still mm-hmm. I've been kind of thinking about especially because I'm a 33-year-old woman, Mm -hmm. you kind of told me... Hey, Catherine, like, I have been dating younger women in their mm-hmm. early 20s. And I kind of asked you why that was. And is so is is that true today? And kind of what age range do you typically kind of go for uh, as far as, like, I want to pursue that woman? Well, you, and is there a cutoff for you?
1: Sure. So you have to remember that I don't have dating apps, right? So You don't? I didn't know that. No, I don't have dating I apps. So I haven't that. had them in over two years. And oh, so... Wow. It's not like I'm logging in to a system and like defining that I'm dating, you know, 23 to 28, okay. right? And so I think it really all has to do with like somebody's energy and where they're putting their attention and time and maybe where they're at in the evolution of their career, right? And you know, for whatever reason what I found is that me personally I've been naturally gravitating towards people in that 24 to 26 demographic.
0: 24 to 26. Why is that? Is that I'm am I old? Dead. What about a 27 yeah. 28 year old? What I about mean, a 32 year so old? I, I like fucking them. can't with you. What's wrong with them? <laughs> Your age range got smaller in 3 months. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. By that. the way. Okay, okay. So explain this to me because I think True. a lot of the women are going to want to know because First of all, let's like let's give a little disclaimer to this. This is what you want, right? Mm -hmm. And each man, not every man's the same. There's similarities between every man, but uh, you know, people want different things as well. I
1: have a hypothesis. People
0: want different things as well. So, what you want is a younger woman. So, tell me, what do you think attracts you? to a younger woman like what do they possess that someone like me a 33 year old mm-hmm. does not
1: So first of all I need to say that attraction is is not age defined right like I believe that attraction is binary either somebody's attractive or they're not right so okay. I can see a 50 year old woman and I have uh I guess the confidence and the humility to say That's a fucking hot ass 50 year old woman. But you don't want to
0: fuck her and marry her.
1: Uh, First of all, I would definitely, (laughs) Uh, but but no, it's about having a vivid vision of what I see in my future. Right. And so when you say, you know, what are some of the qualities that those individuals have that maybe some of the girls in the thirties and Mm forties don't have? uh, I think it, 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 it should be shared on how I got there, how I landed the plane. Right. So when I first got separated there was a girl that that went to my high school. I didn't go to high school with her because I was thirty-four and she was twenty-nine, so, and so she was basically in eighth grade whenever I was a senior, right? Sure. But we had a lot of mutual friends, and like for some reason, we were connected on Facebook. Yeah. And whenever I was separated, I slid into her Facebook DMs, right? Commenting on things, and then um, it came to light that we were both separated, going through a divorce, and we actually decided. Um, to go on a date after we were like, you know, text messaging back and forth for three weeks. And this woman in the process of us kind of starting to talk turned 30 years old. She had two kids and I kid you not to this day, this is probably the most attractive woman that I've ever been with in my entire life. And I wanted to force that Mm. relationship to be successful because as an alpha male business owner, I never wanted the market, right? I never wanted the general population to perceive that I took a step back after leaving my ex-wife, right?
0: Right. And so
1: I wanted this like so hot, kind shiny, of ego thing. Op- well, first of all, all men have egos, so <laughs> definitely yes, <laughs> definitely well, for that an ego wife. thing, absolutely. And so <laughs> she fit that mold, right? right? And so we started dating, and we dated for about two and a half months. But she had two kids. I fell in love with those two little girls they mm. were unbelievable right mm. she came from an affluent family in sweetwater right in, in the sugarland right. area and so she didn't need my money right but when she grew up in a million dollar house she sure as fuck not gonna like date somebody that lives in a two hundred and fifty thousand-dollar townhouse same right?
0: i fucking feel that exactly hard. right <laughs> I feel so, that. so she was attracted
1: to me for different reasons sure, right sure, sure. and and her ex-husband was, uh, you know, West Point guy, mm. super fit, very tall, really good looking. And so she kind of wanted something that was a little bit different, right? Not just the hot guy that you wanted to fuck at 23. Right, sure. But some stability. Somebody with some emotional And so how old was she at this time? So she was like 29, 30.
0: And how old were
1: you? And I was like 34, right? Okay,
0: but that's normal. That's
1: normal, but this is what I'm getting at. Is after we were dating two and a half months, right? And I'm meeting the parents, right? I'm meeting her friends. We're going to dinner parties. Yeah. I'm getting to meet all of her friends. You're husbands. You're getting to so that point where, what are we like, doing? This is the, what are yeah. we doing? I go get a town home on Washington. She says, what the hell are you doing?
0: Uh, and
1: I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm going, like, I'm about to be divorced. I need to experience a single life. Got it. And she's like, no. This is a half million dollar townhouse, townhome in Washington. Mm-hmm. You and I should get a place together in Sweetwater. And I'm like, whoa, wait, I think you're whoa, totally yeah, mis- yeah, yeah, misinterpreting yeah. where I'm at. And she like, Got fucking, it. no, I totally, blasted me that I wasn't like putting a no, ring on it. No, it makes After sense. three months, so
0: basically, what you're saying is. That you lived that life. You were that suburban dad. You had a nine year marriage. Mm-hmm. You have three beautiful children that you love. It was mm-hmm. successful. It was great eventually it didn't work out you became different people you moved on yeah you moved into a point in life where you're ready to be bachelor go out date see which you deserve and you need yeah. to do and that you need mm-hmm. to do that in order to find your next relationship so. you can't just move into that next relationship yep. but now you're to the point where you are starting it, correct me if i'm wrong trying to look for something a little bit more serious mm-hmm. a little bit more long term and that's not going to be the 33 year old that's ready to move back out to the suburbs mm-hmm. to have the three kids to do the nine year marriage, like you're looking for the girl that I'm looking for a runway. You're looking for the second wife. <laughs> you're looking for your second wife. Absolutely. And there's a big difference. So there's a big difference. So I don't want you know the listeners to think like, okay, men in there that are 37 years old that are CEOs of these huge companies only want 24 to 26 year olds. Mm-hmm. That's not true. In your case, you're mm-hmm. looking for a a second wife and there's a very big difference between looking for a first wife and a second wife
1: absolutely so my first wife is one of my most incredible friends to this day Mm -hmm. i respect her more than anybody on the face of this earth she is the most amazing mother to our children and truth be told that was one of the main reasons why i fell in love with her even whenever we were just dating right? right those maternal instincts Great family, great career, great values, right? Right. Um, With the second wife, I think I'm looking for more of a best friend. Yeah. You're
0: looking for fun, a partner. Fun,
1: travel, go out, social. Farm candy. Fitness, all the things, right? And, And. You know, I say arm candy, but again, like I mentioned earlier. You want to walk
0: in with someone that you're like, this is my hot fucking wife. Yeah, but
1: don't get me wrong. You want to be proud of it. Arm candy doesn't mean a size two. Like, let's be clear, right? I mean, hello, I know. (laughs) But no, you know, I talk about this all the time where I'm like, look, I don't think that... Um, successful men want to date 24 year olds. Mm -hmm. I think that successful men want to date women that are 10 years younger because no matter how old you are, you're always gonna have the hot young wife, right? Correct. So when I'm, you know, 37 and she's 27, mm-hmm. when I'm 47 and she's 37, mm-hmm. she's still the hot young wife in the face of all my clients, mm-hmm. all of our neighbors, all of our friends. Mm-hmm. And so don't misinterpret that of just men being fucking perverts and only like, no, 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 totally.
0: No, and I, so I understand where you're coming from. Like it I actually thought about our conversation a lot, and I was kind of like, dude, he's a fucking idiot. Like oh, you're not going to so. you're not going to date a 24-year-old and she's going to become this but the more I thought about it, the more I realized that you you know, you are looking for that second life. Mm-hmm. That second wife. You're mm-hmm. looking for that second part of your life mm-hmm. and someone to spend it with, and it does actually make sense what you're looking for like specifically. Sure, yeah. And the reason I say that is my my dad so my parents are divorced okay. and my dad uh i think he was gonna sound really bad i don't know how old my dad is but when he was 62 i think he's like 63 64 yeah. 65 now i'm yeah. not really sure he married a 35 year old Oh, i love that for us yeah and he, I, I know i right? know <laughs> when i met her i was like hey girl like what yeah. up you like sephora too yeah. hey <laughs> Um, uh, my dad doesn't let us hang out cause he knows I'll take her out. <laughs> and he's like, no. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so, but when I, when I met her, I was a little like, skeptical at first. Definitely. And then after spending a lot of time with him, um, I realized that they are actually perfect together and their age gap really does work. Mm-hmm. And she's not a bimbo. She's not what you would expect. Mm-hmm. Like she's an attorney. She used to work on wall street. She's fucking a bad bitch, but they just get along and that yes. age difference works for them. So I think, you know, what you're saying, I think it just depends on... what your past is, have you been a fuck boy for 15 years, Mm -hmm. you know, then you probably are looking for your first wife, but Mm -hmm. like in your case, you haven't been that way. Mm -hmm. Like you've, you've lived it, you've done it. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking at, you're looking for that next excitement and adventure in your life. And I totally feel that for you. And I feel like you will find someone that is going to like kind of check those boxes as far as like making your little, you know, heart swell, like kind of making you have that like high school kind of love again. So in in caveat to that, with dating 24 to six-year-olds, I have to imagine that you have been, and being in Houston, have you ever been propositioned by a working girl, or have you ever felt like a girl is, like, strictly going after you for money?
1: Um... <sighs> So have I ever been propositioned? Absolutely. Like Wait, all really? the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to look at the places where I go yes. eat, right? So when you're at, you know, Bisou and Matt uh-huh. and Steak 48 and those type places, I think there's professionals everywhere you go, right? But that's not just isolated to me. Okay? Correct.
0: Correct. But give us um, an example. I want to hear how you were propositioned well, and how did you know?
1: So the most recent one. How did you know? So, th- so the reason why I know... It's one of my very best friends. This is going to sound fucked up, but she's 22 years old and I met her on Instagram. <laughs> And so I'll screenshot when girls are talking to me because my, my, one of my best friends, her name is Alyssa. Right. Uh, she kind of like dates rich older men. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And, and when, when I met her, we, we just decided very quick, like we're going to be friends. Right, right. But that doesn't mean she's so, an escort. No, no. That's, but we're very different. Right? No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So whenever girls slide into my DMs, right. Because I'm very visible. Okay. Mm-hmm, so like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have like 9,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. I get a bunch of listens on the podcast. I have about 50,000 yeah, followers. You're a popular on,
0: guy. Everybody knows you. I
1: have 50,000 followers on LinkedIn, right? Yeah, like yeah. who the fuck can say that they're like a LinkedIn Well, Probably right? the CEO so, of a recruiting agency. Probably okay. Can. probably. <laughs> but, uh, so this lady slides into my DMs. I say lady because she's 31. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, by the way, the oldest Girlfriend, I was like, get the
1: fuck oh, out of stop here. Stop it. You are my oldest girlfriend. You don't have a 34
0: year old that you're familiar No,
1: with? oldest like years, not uh-huh. oldest like age. Mm-hmm. So you're reading it mm-hmm. the wrong way. So, anyways, so uh, she slides in my DMs and she's chatting, and then she's like, well, let's go out to dinner. Let's uh-huh. go here. And I'm like, oh shit, she's fucking hot. The yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's go. And then she goes, I'm sure you'll take care of me. Oh. Uh-huh take care of you like is that sexual is that open the door what What do you want me to do so then i screenshot it and i send it to Alyssa, who is my my decipherer of Mm. all fucking dms Mm. so if you're ever in my dms i'm just warning you you're gonna get (laughs) screenshot and get sent to Alyssa. but anyway she was like no that bitch isn't professional and i'm like how can you tell she's just like we know Wow. We know. Yeah. So anyways. Wow.
0: So did you call so, her out on it?
1: No. Fuck no. I said we're going out on. <laughs> I'm joking. Yes. i Okay.
0: joking. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, no, so
1: it happens. But I think it's about, you know, the mediums where you meet people. And sure. I think that, you know, Instagram is a very um It's great, casual, but it's also terrible. Yeah. It's great. And it's also terrible. Yeah.
0: You're absolutely right. So if you, um, would you date a woman, that because I mean everybody has a past right and I know in past episodes you've kind of talked about like you know have you ever asked how many you know people your partner slept with do you, do you have you ever slept with somebody that slept with one of your friends and like you kind of touched on all those topics mm. but have you or would you Sleep or date or have a relationship with somebody that maybe had a past life of being a score or had an active OnlyFans or kind of like um, did kind of a sex work type job and, yeah. and and if they were professional about it. I'm not sure. talking about like the street.
1: Wow, you're like you're like but, really going in hard. I know. Questions. I'm just
0: you. How like, much rosé have
1: you had? A Jeez. lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, So there's a couple of uh, questions that you had there. So I to, did. I did. To answer the first one. Would I ever consider a serious, committed relationship with somebody that's been an escort? Okay. Mm. Um, So I'm watching a show right now on Netflix. It's called All American. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you watch it. No.
0: No, but I saw it like trending in the US. It's it's basically
1: trending because of me. Yeah, because I'm watching it. But anyways. Um, so yeah, like one of the like star wide receivers found out that his dad met his mom because she was an escort yeah, I love that. and she, and he was like a client of hers. Right. right? And so I'm not going to say that just because of the, the decisions that you make at 22, mm. 23, 24, right. that you're like not, that you're incapable of being a great Correct. human being and right. a contributor to, contributor to society. Yeah. Because, um, you know. Girls got to do what a girl's fucking got to do, and yeah. I think that there are certain instances where a guy's got to do where where a guy what a guy's got to do, right? And well, so, so um, I think I'm of the opinion that whatever your past is, I really don't want to fucking know. And mm. if you've been an escort, like I have zero desire, right? Because oh, you just don't you know, want to know. I have no desire. Okay. And you know, whenever it comes to like, but you don't. Well, think she's that- been with a lot of guys. I think that that's probably like maybe related to that. The way that I see it is, is if you have one boyfriend that fucks you 5,000 times, sure. how is that any different than if you have, you know, uh, 50 guys Whoa. that fuck you 100 times?
0: Totally agree, but one caveat I will say is, like, not all sex workers are necessarily having sex. So, some escorts really, truly are just an escort. So, I don't think that necessarily it's an equivalent. Sure. Because I have girlfriends that I know that are just, like... <laughs> you chose <laughs> but they're not and they're not escorts right sure, sure, sure. and I think that there are girl- I have been friends with a couple escorts before that do not sleep with their clients they're literally just going out being the arm candy being yeah. like the ear to you know the, the that. ear to that person whatever so I don't think it's necessarily like equivalent like just okay. because you're an escort doesn't mean like you've had all yeah. this sex before sure, sure, sure. and just because you're not doesn't mean you're better than anybody else sure. and I also think there's like a stigma around sex work that like we probably shouldn't have, but I think, like, Americans especially, like, have that. Yeah. But, um, that's good
1: Yeah, but when you, when you said mean, something about OnlyFans, so... But
0: see, that's I, a kind of an attention thing. So I'm a I cool actually, on the fence about OnlyFans. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm here for OnlyFans. Are you? I'm not, I'm not on there. Just Google um, boobs, like... I know, that's <laughs> the way I see it. Like, why it's the fuck do you have to pay? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so one of my best friends, her name is Beverly. Okay. Um, she's 23. She's a cam girl.
0: Oh. And okay.
1: I think that that's probably equivalent to like an. She does have an OnlyFans. Sure. And she uses it as a medium to like funnel uh, viewership to so her business. OnlyFans. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, and so no, I'm totally not opposed to that, but I think that. You know, I'm pretty progressive for a 37-year-old guy. Definitely. Um, And that's certainly not the norm if you were to ask, like, a standard CEO, Definitely. But you –
0: I think that's great of you, especially if you're going to want to go after the demographic that you're going for. Mm -hmm. I think those women are typically more progressive – towards sex in yeah. general because they grew up in an era that allowed them to be that way yeah so you i think as a man if you're expecting to date somebody of that age you actually do have to be open to some of these kind of oh, like possibilities absolutely. especially when you're dating i'm not saying that this is necessarily the person you're going to end up with but if mm-hmm. you're going to be going through different different women dating around sure. in that demographic you have to be open to some of these oh, possibilities
1: 100 yeah i'm talking yeah. to a girl right now that i've gone on a few dates with um, who actually really enjoy her company? Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. Um, she's twenty four, and she divulged to me that her last two serious committed relationships were with women. Oh, and I'm like totally. Let's you. go. Yeah, <laughs> of so, course you are. So uh, so no, yeah. I think that you know if you want to. Um, be cool, right? Mm-hmm. And you and mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you can relate to somebody that's in that demographic. Relate and you yeah. should at least be informed on kind of what the social norm is Definitely. in that vertical.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so along those lines, so that's not a no for you. I actually want to no. know.
1: It's a no. It's it. It may be a no, but it's a, I don't want a fucking no. So first of all, okay, okay, yeah. okay, fair
0: enough. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, but I want to know your hard nose. and I don't oh. want it. I don't want the usual bullshit. Like oh, like she was late to a date and it's like the turn me off. She was on oh, the phone. Yeah. I want to hear some real ass shit. Like. I want to oh, know okay, some hard no's. Okay, got so it. we're going to we're gonna be real. Okay. We're going to have three categories here, okay? okay. I want to know one hard no physical. Mm-hmm. Because we're all vain and we all lead with our eyes. Let's yeah. be honest, the first five minutes count. Yeah, for sure. So a hard no physical, like is her second toe too long? Can't yeah. do it. I want to know something emotional. So like something along like love languages. Like mm-hmm. if she doesn't do this or she does this, sure, this sure. is a hard no. Or... I want to hear something about in your social life because we all know that you're sure. a very social guy. Mm-hmm. You're Jeremy Jensen. You're always <laughs> out. We're at Drift. We're at McIntyre's. Sure, sure. We're doing, you know, work events. We're doing social charity events. Like yeah. you're on Instagram. So I want to know something like in a social sure, setting. I'll that's hard all three.
1: Yeah, for sure. And those are great questions. Thank actually. you.
0: Hard hitting um, questions. Catherine so
1: the number one hard pass on physical, um, well, first of all, I'll say, like, the general ones, right? Like, oh, bad breath. You can fix bad breath. No, you uh, can't. Oh, shut the fuck up. It you takes fix- money if you have yeah. cavities, I have money. You can fix bad <laughs> breath. You can fix bad breath. You can fix small boobs. You can fix bad teeth. Okay. You can fix thin hair. You can fix all of these things, right? I'm a chubby guy. I can fix that one day whenever I wake up and decide I don't want to fucking be chubby. Okay. Either. Okay. okay. So, okay. Um, so the one hard pass on one thing physical
0: okay. is so too interested. much
1: plastic. When you have too much plastic and you're trying wow. too hard to be a different version than yourself, that is a massive red flag. And I have zero desire to fuck with that person. Oh! You've got to be yourself. Coming out you with the be- heart. Oh, don't even! You're not. I mean, you got two plastic things in front of me. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about when you're like no, re-manufacturing your face. I know you mean. So there's
0: a difference between and correct me. There's a difference between maintaining okay. and being fresh and bright. Oh, Botox is good. Like I got a little good. filler here, a little yeah. filler there. I've got Botox. I mean. The the tits are very fake. Oh, That's I love the them. I'm so in the love tits it. are very obviously yeah. fake, but like my face, for example, like you would never very know natural. I had any love work it. done, right? But yeah. so I I totally uh, I wow I'm too actually too much plastic I'm, big turnoff. I'm actually really surprised by that. I actually did not expect you to say that. <laughs> but I, I can see that. I think mm. like we're getting into an era where women are instead of just like enhancing their beauty, they're literally trying to change themselves into a new fucking person.
1: It's ridiculous. It's
0: crazy. Absolutely. It's crazy. Okay. So that's good. I yeah, like that. And again, that's just me.
1: And I don't know about, you
0: know, you're okay with a little something Doug here and, and Sean a little something and Mike here.
1: and Dave. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So as far as the emotional component, um, if you have an inability to communicate what your feelings or desires are, then I don't want to have any part mm. of it because I'm one of those guys to where I want my spouse to be happy and I want my spouse to be fulfilled. But we all have to remember that men are not mind readers. Correct. And so if you say – Y'all are the worst mind readers. We're the
0: worst.
1: (laughs) But if somebody is confident in knowing what they want, Mm -hmm. hey, babe, can you gas up my car? Hey, babe, can you wash my car? Can you uh, put up the dishes? Can you take out the trash? Can you make sure that the towel is never on the floor and always on the fucking rack? I want you to tell me. Yeah. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. And I'm gonna fucking it's like a go, notebook. Goddamn best, do exactly what it is that you yeah. want. So I like that. Uh, there are a lot of women that do have an inability to communicate mm-hmm. what it is that they want. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have an probably- overability to. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious you're like i want you to fuck longer jeremy i want you to fuck longer okay. how about that
0: okay wait um caveat
1: we have never fucked okay, okay we've never Whoa, fucked. whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> people could get confused yeah,
1: you're like there's one person listening to this that i want to make sure i mean
0: like we gotta make sure okay. i'm like still well, available then. after this yes. shit. okay
1: so and then the other thing like in a relationship mm. Um, so, no, no social, as, like, setting, social, social setting. Social setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, if you're rude. Where, like, I can't... Like, if you're nice to me, but you're rude to others, I think that you're just putting on this version okay. of whatever you think that you want me to be interested in. But I think that, like, rude people are just, like, inherently rude people. And so right. I look out for stuff like that. So yeah. tell
0: me about a time when a girl was rude on a date. Yeah. Or, like, in public that you had, like... Tell me about a time like you had someone with you that was just completely rude and totally turned you off.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so it wasn't on a date, but it was, remember the girl that I said that was, uh, 30 and she was gore. Oh my God. Collegiate swimmer. Her body Mm. was unbelievable. Um, and she had two little girls. Well, one day her daughter did something and she just yelled at her daughter who was probably six years old. And I. I witnessed this and I was just like, this is a like a mean person. Like she's just generally mean and I have no desire to put myself in an environment where one day I'm the person that's making her fucking be mean. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and so, yeah. um, so I decided to distance myself from that relationship and I think that we're all better off for it today.
0: Was that the reason?
1: That was probably the final straw. Really? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And is that because you decide to parent different? You're like, here's a hundred dollar bill. It's okay. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Uh,
1: well, she also, so in an argument, she, <laughs> she told me this was, this was like, uh, like if it, Girls that like give ultimatums and things like that. Uh, I kind of did the takeaway from her and said, Hey, I don't think this is working out. Mm -hmm. And this bitch came at me with, there's a fucking surgeon trying to date me right now.
0: Go date and, him. And bye. I was like, go date him. I was like, that
1: motherfucker's <laughs> got half a million dollars in debt. And on a good year, he's making a million dollars. In mm-hmm. a bad year, I'm making a million depending dollars. What go fuck of, yourself.
0: Depending on what kind of surgeon okay. he is, he's making a million dollars.
1: Most okay. don't. Yeah. So, so the fact that she even wanted to throw that into yeah. my face, it showed a tremendous amount of immaturity. Mm-hmm. And right? it didn't even
0: matter how much the other guy even made. Like, right. I love how she threw that in your face. Like, he's a surgeon. Yeah. You know? It's like we know we we all know surgeons. Okay, get out. Like, (laughs) (laughs) can't that all in a bag of chips? Like, let's be real. Let's be real. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, so let's move on to if you do find that person and say you guys are not sexually compatible, would you give it time? Would you let it grow? Or does sex have for, for you, does sex have? Something to be upfront has to be sure. good. Like, like, how do you kind of stand on that?
1: Yeah, so um, I was in a relationship for 12 years. And the partner that I had had only been with three guys before me. And after me, she's only been with one guy. So, so like, a ton of dudes.
0: So, <laughs> like, like with, way more than you. Yeah, like, way more yeah. than me. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: and so the point that I'm trying to make is, is she was very... Um, I would say vanilla, right? Mm. You know, inexperienced in the bedroom. And and, and to some extent, I think that I was as well at the time. And, you know, I believe that sex in a marriage, right? So sex when you're dating is a completely different experience than when you're like in a serious, committed, monogamous, long term relationship, right? Um, When you're dating, like the cornerstone is sex, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's wherever you get your euphoria and your endorphins and, and you're very much looking forward to the next experience. And, um, and then whenever it comes to like, okay, now I want a girlfriend, you're looking for completely different qualities, right? You're looking for someone that's loyal, someone that's compatible, someone that shares the same mission, vision and values. Right. And so I'm going to say all that to say, that I think that sex, as long as you're having it right, that it's perfectly okay, even mm. if it's just vanilla. That's mm. the word I'll use. Interesting. Yeah, but again, I was there. And I think that's the reason maybe why it lasted <gasps> so long. It's like we still had it, yeah. even though it was just standard missionary fucking yeah. sex. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Li-
0: I can disagree with you. You can. Because I can say like, fuck that. Yeah. I want to have mind-blowing sex all the time, but... I but how many but, but, good listen, fucking awesome But guys? also I've never been in a successful <laughs> <way>. <laughs> So yeah. that probably has a lot of merit to it because yeah. I do feel like you do need sexual compatibility, but, yeah. like, sex is not everything. And when you're, you know, 70 years old, which is a dream, like, yeah. you know, that's, like, the memes you see on Instagram and the little videos yeah. where you see them on the bench and you're like, I want that one yeah. day. But that's the dream, right? Cause not, and sex goes away eventually and it's and it's it's very important. It's life. Yeah. And you have to be sexually attracted to your partner. Well, you gotta, but, if it's, mm-hmm. but usually the mind-blowing sex is the person you don't want to end up with. Exactly. <laughs> How many guys did you go on dates with? Oh and you my god, that were basic as fuck. One million. No, I'm just
1: kidding. No, think about it. That you dropped because they were they had bad dick game. Yeah. but now they're yeah. married and living in the suburbs and yeah. are like fucking not pleasing some other awesome lady. In the yeah, suburbs,
0: I mean you know? it's a give and take. So to caveat on that, I want to get into a little bit of a racier topic. Uh oh. So say you- we've been on escorts. I- <laughs> There's more racing topics. I, yeah, like should we have put a warning on this Holy episode? Holy shit! You're Holy God, I'm me. So sorry. So no, you're doing great. You're doing okay. great. Okay, so if. So say you were to find that woman you found that 24 year old she came from a small town she's got a hundred friends she's been in <laughs> five wedding girl
1: yeah made her. of
0: honor oh, for a wedding
1: I'm already in love with I her I
0: can't
1: I have a ring right
0: now I, I know right you now. do okay so say you meet this girl you guys are married you have a crazy relationship mm-hmm. for 10 20 years and then you know you get into your 60s she gets into her 50s and she's like i'm ready to slow down but you're not would you be open to swinging or would you be open to swinging early on i don't know i mean fuck it i don't know but are you open to like open relationships
1: so open relationships and swinging i think are very different things um there was a girl that i hooked up with Who was my waitress at a wine bar who was in an open relationship and after she met me wait the girl at
0: postino no she was Ah. not
1: at postino no (laughs) a different girl no but she called herself a hot wife Uh and her husband was in medical school here in houston and she was a server and she said that like she does this in order to like keep excitement in the marriage Mm. and she goes back and tells him Mm. all of the details of the experience and it like keeps it really hot for them. Right. So I would say that's not me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I fully recognize that those situationships exist for sure. But that's
0: not you though. That's not me. That's not what you're looking for.
1: So, so swing, right. That means like trade. Is that right?
0: I think, okay. So like if you go,
1: so I don't think I could train. I don't think. You I don't could think
0: do you could. Because you watch yeah, yeah, yeah. your partner. Couldn't
1: do it. So if you Zero. were
0: fully trusting in them, you love them, she wants to fuck you all the time. Yeah. You guys have a great sexual relationship on your own. Yeah. So you don't need anything extra. Uh, no But way. something turns her on. Would you, would you Zero. do it? Zero. No. No. I would like watch YouTube videos. Oh. I would get a
1: coach and I would try to be the person that could satisfy Got her it. in those ways. Got it. Yeah. But open relationship is different.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
1: I'll tell you why. So remember the girl that I've been on a few dates with, and she said that her last two serious committed relationships were with women? Yes. Perfectly here for that. Yeah. You go do whatever you want with all the women you want. With women. Okay. But I would prefer, right, to Uh be the only dick that you, you know...
0: Have fun with sure. You actually might actually experience that, especially with the age group that you're kind of like dating and going after. Because I think a lot of women are more that are, and I and I will give props like. I mean, I fucking hate anybody younger than me because, like, I'm so- <laughs> <laughs> But you're still so hot. But, Shut like, yeah. but I will give them the younger generation a yeah. little bit of props because they are sexually open and they are more in tune with their own desires and wants. And I think a lot of... Uh, assumptions are made about like Gen Z saying yeah. like oh well they're just like lesbians because they just want to be that day <laughs> and I don't think that's true I for think sure. that a lot of women have those tendencies and have those yeah. desires and those wants yeah. but don't want to act on them especially women my age or yeah. older or your age yeah. Yeah. Um, don't want to act on them because we've been a taught in social stigma, yeah we've been taught sure. from a yeah. young age that's not okay you're a lesbian then yeah. but I think that you know I yeah and and, and unfortunately And it does exist and we will have to address Mm -hmm. it that there is a there is a double standard. A hundred percent. You know, like Mm -hmm. you want your woman to be able to go out and get eaten out by her best friend, but you're not gonna let her But you're not gonna let her go like have sex with somebody else. Whatever. So In that regard, so if you're having sex with younger women and you're kind of like dating younger women,
1: God, I sound like such a douchebag.
0: No, you don't. Okay, first of all, no, you don't. This is what you want, right? This is a podcast. Okay, what men want. What does Jeremy want? This is what you want, and (laughs) there's nothing wrong with wanting that because there are women that are in their twenties that are beautiful and smart and courageous and driven and looking for a man just like you. So I. Disagree. I don't think that you should be like okay, ashamed or scared or <laughs> worried. I think that you sure. you're doing just fine. Okay, good. So, what is something that, or have you ever felt insecure in the bedroom with a woman? Have
1: I felt insecure?
0: Yeah. Like, is there something that uh, you have every
1: felt- fucking day? Are Wait, you really? serious? <laughs> I'm chubby. Aww. When when, uh, when I bring a girl home and she gets naked and in my bed and is a. Beautiful creature of God. Like, Oh my God, the way that they built you, you you guys are perfect. (laughs) Women are perfect. I don't care if you're a size two or a size 18. You guys are perfect. I take off my shirt. I get naked and I see my fucking chubby self in a glimpse in the fucking mirror. That's insecure as fuck. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, Holy shit. Like what is she even doing with me? Right? So, Mm. um, it does take me kind of, um, you know a brief moment to like regain my confidence and know that like no she's not just with me because of the abs or this or this like i feel like i'm a total baggage
0: how do you regain your confidence in those moments
1: um i think that it's just you know recognizing that it's my own self limiting belief and that you know if someone has chosen to experience most vulnerable like the most vulnerable and intimate act with me that it's not just because of physical appearance right oh that's beautiful yeah i love that oh thank you
0: no i mean (laughs) i think at the end of the day you have to remember like have you ever been to a party and you're like what did i say what did i do like everyone's gonna like harp on this one thing yeah but everybody's all going home and harping on themselves yeah right it's kind of the same with sex like that woman, even though she may be perfect to, like, your eyes or sure. perfect on the outside, yeah. she has her own insecurities, too, as well. Yeah. So, I think you have to remember that. Like, as perfect as a woman may seem or look, she also has her insecurities, Absolutely. too. So, yeah. I think that, like, giving yourself to another person and saying, we're going to do this, like, you have to kind of accept the other person's insecurities at the same
1: totally, time. Totally, f- so. totally agreed.
0: That's yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. That's good. Okay, so, to round it out... What is Jeremy Jensen, the largest consumer of white (laughs) culture? The best party thrower, house party thrower in Houston, the drift McIntyre, the CEO looking for?
1: what am I looking for? I think we touched on it earlier. I'm looking for a best friend, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody first and foremost that I respect and admire. And I don't think that respect and admire means that it's somebody that's like super successful in business, right? Because I think that women, um, can be successful in different ways than I perceive that like men are successful. Um, and so somebody that's like, well, educated, well, traveled, um, very like, uh, into diversity and inclusion and so many different things that I admire. Right. Like I want to walk into a room and I'm going to think that like, I fucking out kicked my coverage, like, t- like by fucking a hundred fucking yards. Right. But in a way I almost mm. want her to feel the same way about me. Yeah, right? of course. I want her to trust me. I want her to admire me. I want her to be proud of me. I want her to brag about me to her family, her friends, her colleagues. Right. And so it's that reciprocity. It's mm. the, it's the, I can't do better than her and she can't do better than me. And I think that that wholeheartedly exists. I do. Take. It's just about what people value and, 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 yeah. and where they put their priorities. Right. 100%. And so I want that best friend that I can trust and that I can respect and admire and I want to travel, right? Like I want, to, I want to motivate and inspire her to reach her career goals, right? Like that's what I am as a career, is a career advisor, right? Like I want to invest in her business ideas. I want to invest in her education if she wants to go and go to, go to graduate school or get her PhD and things of that nature, right? I want to be the most participatory and most hilarious person at their family events. You know, I want to be that fucking, I want to be, I want to be the guy where they're like, you better fucking make sure Jeremy's coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: You want to be, but you are that guy. You don't even have to try.
1: I know, but I want to be me. Maybe that's probably the right answer is I want to be the real organic, authentic me without fear of persecution or judgment. Right. And I think that that's what we're all afraid of in this world is that we're going to be judged. Right. Or micromanaged in some way. Right. I want to be social. I want her to be social. I want somebody to help me achieve my fitness goals. Right. Because, you know, when you are successful and you enjoy fucking eating and going out and drinking a lot, sometimes it becomes very difficult to prioritize the gym. Right. But if that's the cornerstone, of the person's life that like I'm in love with and want to spend ninety percent of my time with, then I'm one hundred percent committed Aww. to that lifestyle too. But at the end of the day, God, you would think that I've like rehearsed this and I have. I know. Um, I'm like,
0: yes. Like y'all should see my head right now. Day, I'm just bobbing over here like a, at, a the of,
1: <laughs> at the end of the day, I need accountability.
0: Oh,
1: I want you do someone. for
0: sure. Shut the fuck up.
1: I want someone that's going to help me achieve my goals, yeah. right? And, and the career is on autopilot, right? Like my COO president, Scott Kelly, helps me achieve every mm. single professional goal that I've ever even dreamt of. I'm probably looking for a COO of my life. Aww, I'm looking for yay. someone that's going to fucking... help me get there yeah I love that
0: well that's it I love it do we have time left I don't know It's really gone all full circle to escorts to (laughs) COO to to age you never even know well thank you Jeremy for inviting me on to interview you I will say that you are one of my most cherished friends even though we've only known each other a couple years Mm. um I know that I can count on you. You're caring. You're sweet. You're funny. You're honest as fuck. And I think that you are going to find that woman that you are looking for. And I think you're going to get everything that a man wants. So for the listeners out there, if a woman yep. decides that they fit your little picture perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, but seriously, I mean, and let's, like, give a little, let's give a little, like, caveat too. Like, sure. let's not let the 33-year-olds be afraid of slipping into those DMs either. Like, yeah. like, we're just talking, like, we're talking, we're talking, like, I guess, kind of...
1: Vivid vision. The vivid vision. Yeah. But, like,
0: you never know what can happen in life, and nobody knows agree. we're going to end up in five years. So, just... If anything, the best thing you can get out of Jeremy is a friendship, and you'd be lucky to get <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I love that. So, how can people reach you? How can women or men reach you? Yeah. Like, what what should they do? DM you or yeah, email?
1: Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so I'm available on every social platform. Yeah, so um, the easiest way to get a hold of me is the place that I spend most of the hours on my phone.
0: OnlyFans. And
1: it's called <laughs> Instagram, right? So... <laughs> It's just my name, at Jeremy Jensen, J-E-N-S-O-N. Um, but if you're listening, you're probably already following me, I would assume. Or me. Or, ooh. Hey. Or <laughs> um, so, yeah, just at me, right? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but, yeah, hit me up on Instagram. I'm very social. I love to meet people. Um, I am somewhat of an attention whore, and I like people to generally know me. So, if you just want to grab drinks or you want to hang out, I'm here for that, too. So... That's how you can get a hold of me. But for right now, if you want to get together on Wednesday at 8.31 p.m., (laughs) you can meet Catherine Ruff and myself
0: at McIntyre's in 10 minutes. Awesome. See ya. Bye.